When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Four buttons is reckless. Uh, that I mean, bordering on heinous. B- bordering on the cops should be called if anyone sees you with four buttons down. That that's that's insane. Uh, if you're anything like me, you've been mainlining cold brew all day. You've got the ESPN NBA Today free agency special up on TV, which I have. We're under two hours from free agency officially opening. The countdown is on. One hour, 58 minutes, and that's it. One hour, 58 minutes, and zero seconds, right, until free agency starts. I'm looking at the clock right now, and in the corner, I'm watching YouTube TV. In the corner, I just found out that there's a Sex in the City spinoff called And Just Like That. Our producer, Shannon, is very upset that they left the city, which... I've never watched that show, well, well, but they, they did. In seems Sex like a crucial city character. Too. Yeah, I, 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 if you want to talk Sex in the City, I'm definitely down. Um, I don't know if this is the day for it though, because I'm realizing, <laughs> Drew, I'm a big NBA head. I love the league, and I, you know, I'm the guy that is up watching West Coast basketball at 1 a.m. Eastern on a random Thursday night. But I am so into free agency. To me, this is as exciting oh, yeah. as the playoffs are. You know. And that's where the NBA and the NFL both have come, where the draft and the free agency, is, they're as big a days for the sport as the days the actual games are played. And there is as much or more drama as a Sex in the City spinoff in NBA free agency. And again, we're under two hours hmm. from free agency officially opening. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We're presented, as always, by Progressive Insurance. He's Aaron Goldhammer at HammerNation19. I'm Drew Carter at Drudel25, Drew, D-L-E-2-5. The number to call into the show is 1-888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. We've been asking you throughout the show, where, if you were a free agent in one of the big four North American sports leagues, would you not want to play where is the last team on your wish list and we've got some calls and some great answers so let's start in sacramento with joe who's got an answer that might anger one of the co-hosts on today's show joe how you doing what you got i'm pretty good i was uh gonna say i would never want to play for any cleveland team Mm. joe is that just out of ignorance or (laughs) Yeah, do you think the Browns are dysfunctional or what? Hello? Hello? Listen, man, I don't take any caller that can't turn his radio down seriously. Joe had his radio up. I mean, what, what, a, what a cliche sports talk radio buffoon move <laughs> to just have your radio. Like, this is like a, a cliche in sports talk, turn your radio down. So I, I, as far as I'm concerned, the Joe in Sacramento's call didn't even really exist. Hammer, I, I'm going to defend your city for you here. Do people in Sacramento really have a case against Cleveland? I mean, it, it's, it's not, not, it's not like Sa- Joe's calling Sacramento, in from New York, you know? Sacramento is, uh, in the summer especially, is like the fifth circle of hell. What, what is it? What, 
What what circle of hell are we in? The sixth circle of hell? I don't know. I what think is, there are nine total. What is what is the correct <laughs> circle of hell that we're supposed Triple Eight say ESPN. <laughs> I've been in Sacramento in the summer. It's 140 degrees. You're close to Tahoe. You're close to San Francisco. But you really want to be in one or the other, uh-huh. not stuck in the middle. And that's exactly what Sacramento is. All right, let's go to Caleb in Missouri, who has an answer that's not going to upset us quite as much. Caleb, what do you got? Where do you not want to play? What up, Caleb? You know, you know, hey, thanks for having me on, guys. You know, uh-huh. with the NFL coming down with all these harsh suspensions, why would you want to play for a team in Vegas? Why mm. would you want to be subjected to that kind of temptation? You know, it's funny, the Caleb. The Golden Knights, I, the A's, the Raiders. I, I, I worry. I worry that, first of all, sports is forever going to be changed by some of this. But uh-huh. I don't understand. I like Vegas for 48 hours. Like, I, the people that live in Las Vegas, that has got to be a weird dynamic that I don't know I could agree to, Drew. I, I actually think that Caleb has this all wrong. I think the safest place, if you're trying to avoid gambling rules in the NFL, is uh-huh. Vegas. Because you can just walk into the sports book and place the bet. You don't have any temptation to do it from your phone in the locker room. Right. That's where these guys are getting in trouble. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't been to Vegas since sports gambling has become so ubiquitous around the country. Yeah. That That's an expensive word that means everywhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, apparently you cannot bet on your phone as easily in Vegas as you can, like, let's say, in Indiana, Ohio, New York, New Jersey, all these states where sports gambling is legal. Right. So I actually think the Raiders might have less of a problem than some other NFL teams in states where you can just throw it up on your app. Yeah. Also, if Sacramento is the fifth circle of hell in the summer, Vegas is like one through four. It, it's got to be even hotter than Vegas than it is in Sacramento. Right. In the summer. All right, uh-huh. where do you not want to sign if you're a free agent in the big four professional sports leagues in North America? Let's go to Texas and check in with Dennis. Dennis, uh-huh. where do you not want to sign? What's up, Dennis? Hey, guys. How are you all doing today? Great. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I've thought of a lot of franchises. There's a lot of great answers, but I just picked a big market one, and I'd say the, the Chicago Bears. Just yeah. through all the years of, you know, I'm not even a fan of the Chicago Bears. I'm a Cowboys fan. We could go down that road for days sure. as well. But, uh, you know, the Bears just with the fumbling, the free agent signings, uh, just, you know, coach after coach, just missed draft picks. It just, uh, as a fan, I don't know. And especially as a player, I'd have no trust in that organization to surround me with a good team to be competitive. It's almost like it's just limbo. It's the next year. It's always going to be our year the next year. And, you know, I'll, I'll leave it at that with you guys. But, That's actually it's a great answer. Yeah. Imagine being a quarterback drafted to play for the Chicago Bears where they haven't had a good one since Sid freaking Luckman. I'm, I'm going to the USFL if the Bears draft me to play quarterback. I'm like, you know what? The XFL actually sounds great. <laughs> I'm going to the fan-controlled football league. But let me tell you another one. Have they had a good wide receiver in the modern era in Chicago? I mean, imagine you're Chase Claypool. You think you've made it because you're in Pittsburgh where all they make is great wide receivers. Then you get traded to Chicago where their best wide receiver, I think, ever actually was a kick returner in Devin Hester. Don't sleep on Mushin Muhammad, man. Oh, my God. Mushin Muhammad. (laughs) Mushin Muhammad. uh, I'm trying to – can you name a current Bears receiver aside from Claypool? I I, I mean, they got DJ Moore in the trade, but he hasn't played for them yet. So it's kind of cheating. There there you go. That's that's one, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. 
good one. Brandon Marshall. Brandon was good. Marshall is a good one. He was good for a spell. Brandon Matt Forte Mar- probably Brandon led Marshall them in a receiving one. a lot of the time in the last decade or so. Uh, I'd like to play for the Bears because I could go to uh, Original Beef in Chicagoland and get uh, one of the best beef Original Beef sandwiches. But talk in the about world. a dysfunctional organization. They don't hire good coaches. They got a weird stadium deal going on yeah. right now between Soldier Field and maybe moving here or there. It's a good answer. Right, you got to live in Arlington Heights. All right, if you're a free agent, which team would you least want to play for? We've gotten some great answers already. Let's check in in Louisville with Ben, who's got a good answer for this question. Ben, how you doing? Hey, Ben. Good, good. Yay. So, so uh, you know, all these other answers are pretty good, but the reality of it is it's Oakland, the Oakland A's, right? Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. if you're an Oakland, Oakland A's guy, for now. Right, and you get picked up for that, you're terrible. Yeah. That yeah, means you yeah. got picked up because you're terrible. If you have a good year, they're going to ship you off anyway. So, it's open. It's a great answer. The The ownership ac- actively tries to make the team bad. So, it's a great point from Ben that if you get picked up by Oakland, maybe that's a bad sign for you. Yeah. Um, and, the I mean, the only saving grace is if you really love Las Vegas, you're probably going to be playing there in a few years. Sure. But that would scare me, too, because of issues we've already discussed yes. so far in this segment. And the other thing about playing for the A's, man, you think if you're a big league player, you have a beautiful clubhouse with video games and top-notch food and whatever you could drink. And isn't the story that it, some of these teams, like for the Oakland A's, you got to like, if you want a Coke while you're in the clubhouse, you got to pay for it from a soda machine like you're working where you and I work, not where right. a major league ball player works. That's right. We got time for one more Where's the last place on your destination list if you're a free agent in the big four North American sports? Turk is in Philly. Turk, what do you think? How you doing? What up, Turk? Hey, good afternoon, fellas. Thanks for taking the call. Listen, as as a longtime Giants fan, I'm almost offended at the guy who picked the Giants. Um, <laughs> I'm with you, man. As, I wanna pick, <laughs> as bad as I want to pick Philly, I got to go with the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Um I hate the fact that we share a stadium with them. I hate the fact that there's hardly no Hall of Famers from the from the Jets. I don't like Joe Namath. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't like anything about this franchise. So I got to go with the Jets. They just edged out Philly. The the Jets have to be the worst roommate of all time. It's it's like living with someone who can't cook, never cleans, is always making a bunch of noise, up late. You, you don't want to be co-tenants with the New York Jets. Well, listen, I think that also one of the weird dynamics of sp- the New York Giants and New York Jets both play in New Jersey. Right. Imagine explaining this to a – like, I have a four-year-old daughter. How am I going to explain that to her? You know? like like the, to, 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 It's weird enough that the Jazz play in Utah where no jazz music has right. ever been played ever. But the New York Giants and the New York Jets actually play in, in the state of New Jersey. Very strange. Somewhere in western New York, someone is banging on the radio and saying, yes, you're right, the Buffalo Bills are the only team That's that right. actually plays in That's New York correct. State. Some, uh-huh. some great answers to that question is we are an hour and 45 minutes, give or take a few, from NBA free agency officially opening. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. From the top five NFL quarterbacks. So badly want to bring Super Bowl here to Buffalo. Herbert rolling right, throws, touchdown! To the top five NFL fan bases. We're 
ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's Rank 'em, the top five offseason editions. All right, well, here we go. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. He is Drew Carter. I am Aaron Goldhammer. And I was asked earlier today to rank my top five NFL offseason editions for you. This is ESPN Radio's Rank 'em, and I'm ready to go. I have spent a lot of time putting this list together, guys, so let's hit it. Number five. All right, number five, I think, is actually, Drew, addition by subtraction. Mm. I think Dan Snyder being gone in Washington is an addition. Is that, like, am I allowed yes. to fudge the rules to make this? Imagine being a Commanders fan. You've had no hope. You've had a terrible stadium for 20 years. Your owner is like Dr. Evil or some sort of Bond villain who lives on a yacht off of some weird island somewhere. He can't even show his face in public. And you go from that. Now you got a respectable owner. you got a respectable coach. you got a respectable organization. Now all you need is a quarterback. And you could be underway and finally going with football in Washington. You can finally have a a respectable team name now that your owner is out of there. I feel like it's one of the biggest moves in the NFL this offseason. It's one not many people are talking about. Addition by subtraction, Dan Snyder gone with the commanders. Number four. Number four is kind of an odd one. I don't think Odell Beckham has a lot left in the tank. And I think $15 million is too much for him. But... I think his signing by the Ravens got them Lamar Jackson back. So because of that, I think it was Odell and Lamar for the $15 million. And so I think in that sense, it was a great move by Eric DaCosta, Bashadi, Harbaugh, everybody with the Baltimore Ravens. I think Lamar staying, getting Lamar to stay is one of the key stories of the offseason. So I actually will give them credit for signing Odell, my number four offseason addition in the NFL. Number three. Number three, I think, is the coach. Uh, I think if the Broncos are going to do anything, they had to make a big move for a big-time coach. And I think they go from the worst coach maybe in NFL history in Nathaniel Hackett as a head coach, (laughs) going all the way back to the first game he coached when Peyton Manning was questioning his existence on the Manning cast on ESPN2. To to Sean Payton, who I think is one of the best coaches in modern NFL history. I mean, he turned the New Orleans Saints into a winner. That's one of the hardest things to do in all of sports. So I've got Sean Payton to Denver as my number three biggest offseason NFL acquisition. Number two. Number two is a surprising one, I bet, for a lot of people out there. I, I... Boy, the 49ers are good. They're just loaded with talent everywhere. And I think they'd have gone to the Super Bowl if Purdy had stayed healthy. And I think they're the one weird team where kind of the quarterback doesn't matter because they're so good around him. And I think their signing of Javon Hargrave, holy cow, good luck blocking their front, good luck stopping their running game, good luck shutting down all the aspects of their team, which are just light years better than mostly everyone else. And I think they might be going to the Super Bowl this year. And I think they could do it with Sam Darnold as their quarterback. That's how much I believe in their defense and in the other aspects of their team. I got Javon Hargrave, the defensive lineman coming from Philadelphia to San Francisco, is my number two NFL offseason move. Number one. Look, it created so much content for us. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets is just the gift that keeps on giving over and over and over again. Plus, you had to do this if you were the Jets, right? 
Now all of a sudden you're featured, you're on a billion primetime games, you feel like you have a quarterback that could lead you to a place you have not gone since Joe Namath was there in Super Bowl three. I don't know how you could come up with an NFL offseason move bigger than Aaron Rodgers coming to the Big Apple. So that is my 5-1. to one. Dan Snyder's addition by subtraction. Odell Beckham and Lamar to Baltimore. Sean Payton to the Broncos. Javon Hargrave to the 49ers. And Aaron Rodgers to New York City. That is my Rankum ESPN Radio Top 5 NFL Offseason Editions. Well, Hammer, I love your list. As we're going to learn later on in the show, I do have an acquisition that's bigger than Aaron Rodgers. As... As absolutely unbelievable as that sounds, if you've listened to ESPN Radio for the last two months or watched First Take for the last two months because it's half the content we've been talking about was Rogers Watch, I actually do think there's a bigger move in the offseason. But my favorite one from your list is, is number five, is Dan yeah. Snyder selling the team. Yeah. I actually think from a long-term ramification perspective, that is number one. Hmm. You might be the, right. The commanders aren't a joke anymore. Well, listen, Bill, Bill Barnwell, who's one of the smartest people at ESPN and is an NFL analyst for us, he ranked everybody's offseason, and he had the Commanders as the best offseason because they got Eric Bieniemy to come be their offensive coordinator, and they got Dan Snyder to stop mm-hmm. being their owner. So you yes. add those two things together, neither one of them has you know a player involved on the field. Like You think these are all draft picks and free agent signings. I do think Bryce Young's going to be good to start. I worry about his long-term health. Uh, I was not into Anthony Richardson in Indianapolis. I'm not going to say Bijan Robinson going to Atlanta. There was. The, I'm curious what you say ultimately, Drew, where you come out on these. I did not have a draft pick on my list. I, I'm, I won't either. Just a spoiler alert, because we did rookies yesterday, and I had Bijan Robinson number one on my list because I love fantasy football and. I mean, I they left this open-ended off-season additions, yeah. you know. And, it, like, the Odell one I thought was odd because it, it's not like when they made that move, I was like, oh, wow, I think he's going to, you know, have 2,000 receiving yards or be the real game-changer receiver that the Ravens need. I think he might get hurt, but I think he really – I don't know if it actually played out this way, but the momentum of the story changed towards Lamar returning to Baltimore the minute they signed Odell. I got a question for you, for you guys. We still got, What's up, Shannon? We still have DeAndre got, Hopkins Shannon? out there, right? Yep. Uh-huh. The, would Dalvin Hopkins, wherever he lands, would that make a top five list? Ah, depend- I don't think so, Drew. Uh, I don't think so either, despite what DeAndre Hopkins has said, that he wants to team up with Dalvin Cook, and I think the word was change the league. I don't expect that to happen. That, that's Carl Anthony Towns' level hubris and maybe lack of awareness. Yeah, I, I, I think DeAndre Hopkins still has something to give, but I think if he's your number one wide receiver, you're in trouble. I think he has trouble getting open. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great contested catch guy, but you know we made such a big deal last offseason. I'll give you an example. I remember we did a show, Shannon, you might have produced it, actually, where we talked about Julio Jones to Tennessee like it was the biggest thing that ever happened in the history of sports. Did Julio Jones catch a touchdown pass this past year? Like, those guys have big names, but it's like we're talking about with these NBA free agency conversations. Just because it's a guy with a big name that everybody recognizes doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the most impactful offseason move. Bruce Brown to Denver was a massive offseason move in the end even though it did not get nearly the headlines or the pub that some of the other off-season stuff, what happened in Brooklyn, all of that, ended up having on shows like today's. 
This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Drew Carter. You just heard Hammer's top five NFL offseason acquisitions. I'll do my top five later on in the show. But coming up next here on Canty and Carlin, we'll speak with an NBA expert, and I'm going to throw a ridiculous hypothetical trade at him and see how he reacts. That's coming up next. This is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. And Carlin, the podcast. Adrian Wojnarowski reports James Harden opts in to his contract for next season. The most prominent team out there right now is the Los Angeles Clippers. But the Sixers will want to get some value back for James Harden. And New York's another team that I think is going to look at this. I think it's an abject nightmare if the Knicks try to go and get James Harden. Even if it's a one-year thing, I get it a little bit more. But the Knicks are not contending for a championship if they add James Harden right now. We are under 90 minutes from NBA free agency officially opening. And, of course, there have been no conversations. There has been no tampering. Everybody follows the rules, but that does not prevent us from going to the phone lines and chatting with Chris Mannix, a Sports Illustrated senior writer and an NBA analyst at NBC Sports Boston. You can find him on Twitter at SI Chris Mannix. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio alongside Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Drew Carter. And Chris, thanks for taking the time to join the show. I know it's a crazy time today as NBA free agency begins. Let's start with the biggest name that's on the block right now, I guess, and James Harden. When you saw yesterday that he's opting in and working with the Sixers on a trade, seemingly 12 hours after we all thought he was going to stay there long term, what was your reaction? It was surprising. 
mostly because of the contract situation. Uh, by opting in, James Harden obviously will guarantee himself $35.5 million next season, but he cannot negotiate an extension off that with Philadelphia or with whatever team is acquiring him. So what he's looking at is going into free agency next summer, you know, weeks before his age 35 birthday, and trying to negotiate a long-term deal then. That is, that's a pretty big risk to, to take. I mean, one of the reasons Draymond Green opted out of his contract now was because it's easier to negotiate a multi-year deal at 33 rather than doing it at 34 next summer. So for James Harden to you know, opt into that contract, that's a pretty strong indication that the market for Harden was about as soft as it could possibly get. Oof. Uh, Chris, what would have to happen for Kyrie to not play in Dallas? I think a lot. Um, you know, the only real threat to sign Kyrie Irving is Houston because they have the cap space and they have a need for established veterans on that roster. But the Rockets, I'm told, are are pretty committed to making a substantial $30 million plus offer to Fred Van Vliet you know, in the next 90 minutes. Uh, and if they do... I've had multiple people tell me it's very likely that that he takes it. Uh, there may not even be a counter from Toronto, which may deem that price tag just too high for them to to match. So if the Rockets pay Fred Van Vliet, they're obviously not going to offer anything to Kyrie Irving. And after that, I mean, he can take as many meetings as he wants. You know, it, these teams he want, he's talking to would have to get Dallas to play ball and you know, everything I've been told is that the Mavericks are just committed to finding a way or pathway to bring Kyrie Irving back on a multi-year deal. And let's say he did want to go to Phoenix. You know, what could the Suns possibly offer in a deal? They, they can't. Well, the Suns, I don't think, can do a deal. They can't sign and trade because they're a ham sandwich at the moment. Yeah, I mean, you know, Miami, like, you know, Miami loves to think that Tyler Hero brings some value. But you know, I've been reporting for the last week the market for Tyler Hero, who's you know, about to begin the first year of a four-year, $120 million contract is lukewarm at best. So, you know, it, to me, it's, it's, it's a lot of attempts at leverage creating by Kyrie Irving to get the maximum possible dollar figure and the maximum number of years from Dallas. Tyler Hero in the trade machine is a Hall of Famer. Like, you would think this guy's a 98 on 2K and just is coming off an MVP season with the, the value he seems to have in, in these hypothetical trades. And speaking of hypothetical trades, Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated senior writer for the NBA, I've got one for you. Let's say Kawhi for Harden is on the table. Who says no? Uh, I mean, I think if you're the Clippers, you say no, because what does that really get you? Um you know, a Kawhi Harden swap is at best an even swap. And, you know, in the playoffs, we've seen Kawhi has proven he can elevate a team if he's healthy. Harden has not proven that yet. And it's hard to believe, you know, late in his almost at almost 35 come postseason time that he's going to, to be able to do that. You know, the Clippers, they're not going to trade either of their stars to go and get him. In fact, they don't want to trade, you know, many of their young players to go and get him. What the Clippers are focused on is, number one, winning a championship this year. But you have to remember, too, 
they're going to open up the the new building of theirs mm-hmm. in Inglewood uh, in about what fifteen sixteen months from now. Yeah, they they want to go into that building with as many stars as possible. They're trying to sell tickets. They're trying to sell you know licensing. They're trying to do, make a whole lot of money off that building. And the best way to do that is to have the the most glittery team you could possibly have. And, and that's that's going to be among their priorities over the next couple of years. So I do think that the Clippers are a strong favorite to land James Harden because they do uh, have expiring contracts. They do have a couple of young pieces, and they do have future draft picks to deal, uh, but it won't be for one of their star players. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated senior writer, is with us. Chris, we know the Blazers probably are the favorite now to retain Dame Lillard heading into this season, but if you were setting odds in Vegas, who is the second most likely team for Dame to be playing for in October? I would say Brooklyn. Um, Again, because of the assets that the Nets could potentially offer, uh, you know, Brooklyn could build a package around Ben Simmons in terms of the contracts that you'd send back uh, Simmons, we don't know what he is at this point, but that albatross of a contract is not quite the anvil around the neck that, that it used to be. There's only two years and about 77 million left on that contract, which isn't great, especially if Simmons is the same guy we've seen the last couple of years, but it's not a cap killer like it's been in years past. And then the Nets have all those draft picks. They've got, a lot of those Suns picks from the Durant deal. And, you know, most people I talk to around the league look at those Suns picks picks and, what is it, 28 and 30. I mean, they are are valuable. They're very valuable because even in the best-case scenario, Phoenix is probably looking at a long rebuild after, you know, this big three era is over. And and those are the kind of picks that Brooklyn, uh, you know, has in their pocket to potentially deal. So, you know, we saw Dame as kind of maybe half in jest, noted that the Nets were – were among his teams he'd be willing to go to. Uh, and, and it just makes sense because Brooklyn has more than other teams have right now to offer to get Damian Lillard. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated senior writer, NBC Sports Boston NBA analyst. Not only covering the NBA, though, also does a great job covering boxing. And before we let you go, Chris, i got to ask you about something that blew up on social media in the last couple weeks. If Elon Musk fought Mark Zuckerberg, how would you handicap that fight? I wouldn't even want to watch that fight. You know, <laughs> come on, Chris. Rich people, rich people tend to think that they're better athletes than they are, um, in part because you know when they work out, they probably hear a lot of positive reinforcement, and if they grapple with someone, chances are the person they're grappling with is not going all out. So I, I, I don't think I'd want to see. You know, assumed to be 40, you know, Mark Zuckerberg and a 50-year-old Elon Musk, you know, in a UFC cage or whatever it's going to be doing that. I wouldn't even know how to handicap because I've never actually seen either one of them, you know, kind of, you know, work out. But I think it would be embarrassing for the both of them, regardless of how much money they would make. Mark Zuckerberg is apparently training in jujitsu. That that doesn't move the needle for you? (laughs) I mean, like... I, I've been, you know, I, I cover boxing and I've been training in boxing for the better part of the last five years. I once went three rounds with Juan Manuel Marquez, who was a former world champion, just as for a story I was written. I am embarrassingly bad at boxing. You ever put me 
in a competitive matchup, I'm going to look like an idiot. Uh, and I get the feeling, regardless of what level those guys are are competing at, they will look. They, they'll just look. They'll look kind of. If you remember the the Mike Tyson Roy Jones exhibition, it'll probably look a lot like that or worse in some of these things where senior citizens in in sports worlds in sports uh, uh, in situations uh, they they would probably look how they would look. Well, I think actually the worse it looks, the more people might want to watch it. Elon Musk versus uh, Mark Zuckerberg. He's Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated senior writer and NBC Sports Boston NBA analyst. Chris, best of luck covering free agency. Thanks for taking a few minutes here. You got it, guys. All right, coming up here on Canty and Carlin, which team would you least want to play for? We're still taking your calls. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. If you're a free agent, where are you not trying to go in one of the big four professional North American sports leagues? Plus, a move the Brooklyn Nets just made that kind of raised our eyebrows a little bit Mm. before free agency starts. That is next. This is Canty and Carlin, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. We're cruising along here on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Alongside Aaron Goldhammer, I'm Drew Carter. Love for you to get involved in the show, one eight 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 say espn That's 888-729-3776. We've been asking you all afternoon, if you were a high-profile free agent in any sport, one of the big four North American major sports leagues, which team would you least want to play for? I think there are, are there 120 of them. It makes me laugh day. because when you set this up, you do it in such a professional way. You make everyone think you're saying, what team would you most want to oh, play no. for? And when no. you go, like, no, that's not the conversation we want to have. Who do you want to poop on on ESPN? The, the, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is a negativity Friday. Let, let's do a, a little news dump on this Friday and dump on some franchises in those big four professional sports leagues. And let's go out to Bob in North Carolina, who has an answer for this question. Bob, how you doing? What's your answer? What's up, Bob? I'm going with the Nets and the Mets. 
The Nets are owned by oligarchs from China and Russia, and the Mets are just cursed. <laughs> Short good rationale, to potentially good rationale on, on all sides of that. The other thing about the Nets, it's like the A's, where it's one of these like least favorite child of a city teams. I'd feel yes. the same way about the Chicago White Sox. You know, if you play baseball in Chicago, you want to be at Wrigley or do you want to be on the south side? Like, that's not even a question. You want to be at Guaranteed Rate Field, which has changed names like five times in the last ten years? Right. It's the Clippers. You know, another one. Yes. These, the, the, these teams that are the second choice in the town, I guess it's a little cooler because they're at Barclays and because they're in Brooklyn and because they made the move from New Jersey. But, man, even when they had the most talented team in the league there, they couldn't win, they couldn't drum up fan support, etc. And I will say in the Nets' defense, and, and I understand what Bob was saying, but in the Nets' defense, I think Joe Sy seems like a pretty good owner. And I might just be biased because he loves lacrosse and I love lacrosse. But I think Joe Sy seems to be having that organization pointed in the right direction. Think about the difference between Sy and Prokhorov and what they've done. Mikhail Prokhorov traded for three superstars who were about to be washed up and gave yeah. up the entire future for it. Right. Meanwhile, the current Nets are hitting the reset button. You know, they traded Kevin Durant, got a huge haul. Mikhail Bridges seems like a great piece to build around. And then today, they trade Joe Harris to Detroit. And, and Joe Harris is about to enter the final year of a, a four-year, about $75 million contract. Right. And it makes you wonder, Hammer, what are the Nets up to? Because I think you could look at this in two different ways. Yeah. One, one they are just totally hitting the reset button and, and trying to tear it down and rebuild. Or two... Now they have a $20 million trade exception, which they could pay to someone they trade for. And, of course, Damian Lillard, the Nets have been seemingly yeah. a contender for his services. This is a move that definitely made me say, hmm, a little bit. Um, I don't know that Joe Harris, you know, he, he was supposed to be the big three-point shooter that would be constantly open when KD and Kyrie and James Harden were there. And he was never healthy to be able to really make it work. But this is a trade, like, when you see a trade and Woj isn't even reporting really what they got back in yeah. the trade, it makes you wonder, what is that team up to? Um, and it just made me think that the Nets aren't in for a long-term rebuild, actually, Drew. I think they are up to some moves here. And I'm curious to see how this is going to go. We obviously heard from Chris Mannix that they could be a team if Dame Lillard ends up becoming available. But I think they are also a team that would want to be in play for any star because they know for them it's hard enough to sell tickets already. And I don't see them as the patient kind of team that wants to rebuild right. I think they want to try to fast-track this thing beyond the KD Kyrie era as much as they can. Yeah, the Nets traded Joe Harris and two second-round picks to the Pistons. Mm. Not four two-second-round mm -hmm. picks. They traded him and two second-round picks to Detroit. So what's going on in Brooklyn? If we hear anything, we will keep you posted here on ESPN Radio. NBA Free Agency begins in just over an hour. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.